Hi guys, you are listening to etc. Um, with me, S. Um, follow me on Twitter at etc. Oh, flipping hell, no, it's not. That's not my. Um, <laughs> that's not my Twitter. That's my internet. Follow me on Twitter at S E S T underscore Soul, and on Instagram, I've got two accounts. Um, um, etc. underscore S, and I've got a new Twitter, a new Instagram, etc. with S, where I have all my reviews and like the previews to the um. To this podcast so yeah guys happy new year and we see i i said i'm every month once a month i'm going to do um an episode so here i am and um, today i'm joined by do you want to introduce yourself yeah today she's joined by a special guest who won't be stumbling over his words uh, ah, it's, it. <laughs> it's um the people's favorite the people's champ um basil here um at the service you can also find on twitter at bjacobs14 a very active Twitter account, and you can also find me on Instagram if any of you care to view any of my pictures or videos at Baz Joe. That's B A Z J O, by the way. Okay, well, <laughs> Basil is Basil. You're like my work husband. Am I? Yeah, because yeah, on yeah, because yeah, we yeah, on bespoke. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever actually talked about bespoke on it because I haven't. No, because the last time I did this podcast before last month, yeah, it was like beginning of last year. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so me and my friend Andrea, we've got um a show on YouTube called Bespoke London. So you can YouTube that, um, Google that, and me, me and Basil are on it, and we're we're we basically film together. Yeah, it's like different groups of people talking about the same thing, and Basil's my partner. So Basil's like my work husband. Hey, you know, I'm always willing to be multiple people's work husbands, but I don't condone adultery. But in the work sense, yes. <laughs> what you do? Well, how many work wives do you have? Um, I've got rid of a few of them. I think at one stage I had about three of them for different, various different things. Um, but you know, oh, you've got like one for you, one for like <laughs> to get documents. <laughs> of course, isn't it? But after a while, you realise there's a messy relationship. Jealousy gets in the way, and it starts to affect the work life balance. So you need to ditch at least two of them and just go back to having so the main one. It makes me realise, you know, people play away how they manage to juggle all these women. But, you know, hey. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so, um, last episode, me, Deborah, and B, we were talking about, like, the L's and the losses and the lessons we've learned, um, in 2020. But obviously, we're, 2019, but obviously now we're in 2020. Um, are you optimistic about the year? Um... Sort of. Okay. I'm just taking it day by day. So I'm quite optimistic, but who knows what the future holds. Okay. I think I started off being optimistic. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah, Basil, we went out, didn't we, on New Year's Eve? Yeah, we did. That was a good I like that night. So yeah, we me and Basil went um, to a party. I Actually, I invited Basil to a party. Um, <laughs> a last minute thing, but Basil could come. And Basil had a lot of fun, didn't you? No, I did, yeah. I love the scenery. It was um, a well organized event. And, yeah, yeah, it was a it was musicalized the New Year's Eve party. Yeah. Um, it was. Do you know if you go to places yeah. and it's just the organization level is there? Obviously, they do events yeah. and, and tours and stuff. So obviously, they must be very organized and know how to throw a good event anyway. But it was just it was good to go somewhere and. Everything, everything is everything has been thought of. From the food, from the food, um, from the placements or where that was, 
from the drinks and even like even how quickly they were served considering how many people were there well, yeah. how many people were demanding drinks to like um, you know the DJs getting the acts on getting the acts yeah. off I mean, it, was, it, was a, it was a well polished event considering like when people complain about going to things such as the MOBOs award shows or even um, what other black events that people complain about I feel like over the last year awards Raid awards, um, but even just other events that people complain about. What black? What is in just normal events? Yeah, like, it could be. Yeah. I feel like there's been a lot of complaints about it, so it's, it's always nice to go somewhere. Think something was well organized, even though it was on a smaller scale, but still, considering how much they had to put on. Yeah, in terms that's it. Of I mean, fire, fire there were of the, the acts that came on. Yeah, to like who? Who? Most that. Most that. Young Bane. There was Krypton Conan. Yeah, those are the well, those are the acts we saw anyway. Yeah, but like you we were literally right next to the acts as well. Like it was very intimate. Yeah, it was such a good thing. Um, hopefully maybe go to the next one next. Yeah, I'd love to. Too, yeah, beautiful home as well. Um, so yeah. Goals aspirations. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> In this life, we have to have money. It's true. That we said it best. We will suffer. Um. So obviously we got off. To 2020, it was a good note, like we enjoyed ourselves and everything like that. Um, and then I think you always find that. Because um, work starts. Yeah, so you always, <laughs> you always find that, um, you know, after the festivities of the Christmas break and then New Year's, and then it's kind of like, okay, everything kind of goes back to normal now. Yeah. And it, it's not even that it's daunting because obviously you were doing it a week or two ago, yeah. but it's kind of like. I think that's why you need to, like, for me, it's like, the way, because obviously, we start work again, and then <laughs> you then have to deal with a manager who is dealing with um, a few issues and takes out new staff members, but then for me, that's the reason why I throw myself into hobbies and things to look forward to, so at least there's, there's, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel, so obviously with me, I'm a very overactive individual, I have a lot of hobbies and interests, mm. so, um, so I think that's what keeps me going, so things such as salsa, um, oh, can I, who are you going to pass with? I don't know why you asked me this question. But, okay, anybody that is listening <laughs> to this, yeah, what grown black man, yeah, just goes to South, like, just goes to Salsa? Basil, is, you are going to meet somebody at Salsa, or you, it's a date night or something, because there's no way in hell you, I know you, you're not going to just do Salsa. You can believe what you want. <laughs> who you go? So you what? So who introduced us to salsa? A friend of mine. Was it a woman? No. A ma- another man. Yeah. Do you go salsa together? <laughs> no. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No, no, we do not. But yeah, no. Honestly, guys, I will recommend doing salsa. Turn your phone <laughs> off, Basil. There you go. So yeah. <laughs> so with me, yeah, obviously doing salsa. I've been doing it for almost a year now, guys. So you know, it's going well. Also, looking forward to a few salsa festivals I'm to go to this year. Also, traveling is a big thing I want to do this year. I usually travel um, multiple times during the year, but last year, unfortunately, I didn't travel once, unfortunately. Didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh, you go, you go away quite, quite a bit. Yeah, I do, to be honest. Dropped a deposit on the house and... Uh, yeah, I think that's more the point. <laughs> never, <laughs> never felt so broke in my life. <laughs> traveling was put on hold when I was in No, but this is the thing, though. You because you've you've you bought the house, yeah. so obviously now you're like a proper adult. Yeah, honestly, I am. Like, so obviously the way you spend money now, 
you have to think you have to think a bit more it's not that like if you lived with your parents or something you have more disposable income but obviously you were saving for a long time yeah. and then you bought the house and then obviously you have to pay a mortgage yeah. so it's kind of like okay well yeah i could go to the caribbean this okay. year or i could pay all of that all of that really is, is mine i guess it's for me it's just like i bought a lot of stuff for the house and yeah. at the time i just got all credit Oh, so you're just paying it all back? Yes, I'm just paying it all back. That's the reason why. (laughs) That was really the main reason why. For the end of 2019, I couldn't really spend it in the way that I wanted to. Which is, I mean, can we say, Basil's house, yeah, is very... For any lady listeners listening, open your eyes and shut... Open Open your your ears. (laughs) (laughs) Open your ears. Open your ears. Yeah, Basil, like, even when I came, remember when I first came here, and I was like, oh, Basil had really, like, Taking his time, oh, very time. bachelor paddy though. So <laughs> everything is white, grey, or, or black. Apparently, so apparently, so I have a reindeer's a rug, and apparently, someone said it reminds them of a sex pad. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. Baz has got <laughs> like a rug, a, a, a real reindeer rug. Listen, Peter's gonna be all over your ass, though. <laughs> Peter's gonna be all over your ass. Nah, who cares about Peter? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> alright. Gonna tag them into this. Um but yeah, so obviously that's more important. Yeah. And I do I really like your house. Oh I think what bad what bad is now is neither wife. That's what you need. Yeah, unfortunately, um you know. But he's too busy going to South Sir. Unfortunately, you know, relationships don't work out, so ladies Can I just say something? Basil's relationships don't work out because Basil <laughs> ends his relationships for the dumbest reasons. You have a girlfriend one month, you ask him like two months later, oh, how's your girlfriend? You're like, oh, no, I break up with her. Why? For some dumb reason. No, guys, in this world, I feel like um, time is not there to be wasted. And no, I, it's not. And I feel like in this world, you know, there's no point prolonging relationships that you feel isn't really going anywhere. Anyway. So, that, so that's the mantra I have, you know, and I think it just saved us a lot of hassle. And the truth, to be fair, I feel I'm being sincere to the ladies' feelings by kind of off early rather than playing them around for a very long time. Okay, but can I ask, is it that you get into the relationship mm-hmm. um, optimistic or do you think you try or do you think you, when you see someone, you know, like you kind of just turn off? No, I'm always optimistic. So for me, obviously, the first thing is attraction. So, <laughs> so obviously the first thing you're attracted to a girl. But obviously then you get to know them. They think, okay, cool, let's see how this is on a uh, relationship basis. Because that's it. If it's if if there isn't really a title there, then obviously there's like one foot in, one foot out, because they're like, what is this really and truly? So you can't really commit or really see how you operate as until you actually get, until you actually get into a relationship. And then from there, obviously what with me is that I always think long term, like, can I see myself marrying this person? Can I see myself with this person for the rest of my life? And after a while, so until you assess it for a few months and after a while you realise is this really what you want I and mean, then it's just easier to sort of save time and anything to be honest like for me it's like if I'm with someone for like maybe a year to two years then at that point we're getting married we have no choice in the matter I've already invested that much time so you have to seal the deal okay fair enough um okay I mean going back to what I was saying about just the year starting yeah. off the year this has been a really hard week you know and it's not even like Something has happened. Yeah. Nothing has happened. And I think maybe that's another thing that's frustrating because it's kind of like nothing has changed. So as a royalist, you're not... <laughs> what do you mean? So as a royalist, you're not... Um... Who says I'm a royalist? I thought you were. When have, what does that have to do with anything? So you're not um, upset about the news or... 
First of all, I have more shit to do. I could not care less if um, Harry and Meghan want to break ties from the royal family in the sense of a senior role and live their life in North America. I would... I, I couldn't care less. I care, I care about it. No, I care in the sense of, I like Harry, I like Meghan. I mean, after watching The Crown, to be honest, it doesn't seem like being a royal is really what is cracked up to be anyway. It's very restrictive. But well, she's it's, tearing the family apart. She's te- she, listen, I, it, the family's been tearing apart. You, what, the Crown is still, season what, season three of The Crown yeah. is um, ended like in the 70s, isn't it? Like just before the eighties came, so they're not, we're not even the, the Diana issues have not even started yet. This is in the seventies, and they were already in. But this black woman came in, oh, destroyed the royal family, got in between the love of two brothers, got in between the love of a grandson and his grandmother, and she's tearing the family apart, taking away the, the queen's beloved grandson and her beloved really? great grandson. Okay, so. At the end of the day, in, in a normal situation, mm-hmm. when you get married to somebody, yeah. you now have, it's not even that you're married, you've now got a child, so you, you really respect kind of protecting your family and, and just, have, you know, life in general. No, because you, you don't. Shut up. The queen takes precedent over anything, your wife, your husband, your child, your brother, your sister, that should be where your number one loyalties lie. Can I just say something though? Yeah. There is a bit of comparison in the sense of, do you know the Queen and um, what's her sister's name? The Margaret? Yeah, I think it's Margaret. What? Is it Margaret? Um, I think so. Yeah, so the Queen and Princess Margaret, when they were younger and like, when the Queen just became the Queen, yeah. obviously um, it really changed their relationship because mm. obviously, you know, there was a lot of things that Margaret couldn't do, there's a lot of things yeah. the Queen couldn't do. Mm. Um, and she, do you know what I mean? The Queen was even in kind of like turmoil, not turmoil, but issues with Philip and being a wife, but also being a queen and all that stuff. And then the issues with her sister, because her sister was probably more suited to be the queen yeah. in terms of just loving the centre, being the centre of attention and doing this and doing that. But obviously that wasn't her life. But um, it prob- I would, if anything, this has probably caused more of a rift, I think, with Prince William and Prince Harry, because... William might see it as Harry you literally you know you've got married you've got your child now you're going to piss off all the way to North America I'm the one that has to now do more work because you're not doing it here's the thing if I'm being serious I don't even know why people care first and foremost what work do they really do all they do is travel around the world say hellos and their goodbyes to people they don't really do anything Let's be well, brutal. I mean, compared to the everyday person. But, but compared know. to anybody, they don't really, all they do is show face. Basically, it, it's just showing face in these various countries or these various channels. They don't really pull a finger to do anything. They're not doing the accounts. They're not, they're, not, they're not the one pulling the strings. They're just the face of it. So, and, and, yeah. then, and then secondly, I don't know why people are getting mad. It doesn't <laughs> affect their life in the slightest. These, these people saying, oh, oh, the queen, like, oh, he's upset the queen. But Rimshu, what does the queen actually do? She does, like, here's the thing, and I'll tell you this now. Give it 60, 70 years, the royal family are going to be irrelevant because the issue is that they don't, they don't, they are, but they don't engage with the public. And so you have a new generation, because think about the only people that really, when you, when you talk about the people who, are complaining or people talking about it, it's people over the age of 40s and 50s, even when you see the interviews on TV, it's around that age. 
So you're talking about you have a, a young, a new generation that's come up that knows nothing really about the royal family, and they're more interested in influencers and YouTubers than they care about the royal family. Mm-hmm. But if you gave them the choice, let's say the, the Queen opened up the gates and said, I want to give a speech, come and listen to the speech. Against these people listening to like, they're going to a concert with their favourite artist. They will go to, to their favourite artist all day. Mm. It's only the older generation that will go and see, go and listen to the Queen's speech if she ever proposed them. And the thing is that because they don't engage with the public, they're going to be relevant in the, in the next 60, 70 years because no one's going to give a damn about the royal family or what they do or who they are. Yeah, I think obviously times have changed now where I guess 50 years ago, or even just more than that, mm. they were kind of like, Put on a pedestal. Because, I mean, obviously, it's not put on a pedestal. Because it was right? the media that, the difference now is that it was the media and all these big corporations that put these things in your face. So they dictated what the people had to like, what the people see. Now things are changing. Like, if there isn't anything for yourself, you create it. And you, now it's like everyone has an interest and there's something out there for everyone else. And you can create that for yourself. You can go around and search for it. There is something for everyone. So now, you're no longer having to be dictated to you as to what you should have an interest in, what you should see, what you should watch, what you should like. You can, like, it's all out there for you. So you can pick and choose whether you want to be involved, whether you want to like that kind of stuff or something else. Yeah, I get what you mean. So So that's the reason why this generation don't, no, we don't, really, really, don't, really, we don't care. really care. Whereas, in, whereas back in the day, things like that would have been shoved in your face, like the royal family, this is what they do, this is what they're supposed to do. This is how you're supposed to revere them now. Is that even if someone said to you, you need to revere the royal family, people's like, why? <laughs> I have other things to do. Because they don't, I mean, in this current time, like for, I guess for generation, mm-hmm. maybe not our generation, our generation, one I think directly one below One after, us. yeah, definitely. What did the, what did the... What have they done, what has the royal family done for them? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I don't mind, like, honestly, just collect the taxpayers' money, be rich, and do what you want to do. No one cares. Yeah, obviously, I think it's, I think it's just, a, if anything, it's more of a reflection on the time that the monarchy is obviously not as powerful as it was, like, 100 years ago. You know, where kind of that was the only thing we had, yeah. like, to give us hope or whatever. But now, it's, we can just go on YouTube yeah, for that. On YouTube. Do you know what I mean? Do um, I mean, to be, when it comes to all these, like, ceremonial things, yeah. and, and I think because we're the Nigerians, we know a lot of it's just wishy-washy. Yeah stuff that is not really important to be honest with you so the fact that they don't want to do it anymore and they've decided to break off from the royal family make their own money which i don't see the issue all of them should flip and work we're the ones funding their lifestyle they don't want to take our money anymore they they have the they have the means they have all that stuff to live an independent life why not okay and the way that the media have have dragged megan in the mud his her, her husband just want to protect her. She's not happy, and I don't think that means that she's evil or she's coming to ruin the royal family. Like they, if anything, the royal family, that whole establishment, they need to wake up because we're not in the same world we were in sixty years ago. People are dealing with real shit. <laughs> I mean, not that they weren't dealing with real shit back then, but people are dealing with real shit, and they have in, in terms of to get inspiration or to get. We don't have to rely on the the. the the nation of the the royal family or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? There's so many other means to to, to be entertained. To you know. That's the thing. Cause, so because obviously now people can the issue is that the difference is people can now make money off their interests, off the things that they enjoy. Like if you like football, 
you can create a football podcast and if it's popular you can make money off that if you like designing things you can create your own thing and start to make money so that's it as i said no one has to rely on the royal family for anything or any type of inspiration if you're inspired you just go out there and you know you create your own content and you can use that as a means to, yeah, so, to fund your lifestyle as a means to earn a living people just need to get alive it's not that deep do you know what i mean it's kind of like and you talk, it's not that we know them. So it's kind of like, just imagine your, your, maybe your manager's, the director of your company decides he doesn't want to do, <laughs> he doesn't want to play an active role in the company anymore. Mm. He's going to leave up to that his board yeah. and he's going to go off with his wife and child to another country. How does that really affect you? Not really, because yeah. the job is still going to get done. You probably weren't even interactions with the director of the flipping company anyway. Well, it's not that deep. Anyway. I don't even want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> um, see, you've, moved, you've talked about these people. Go on. Let's, let's, let's go back to let's your 2020s. Yeah, so, I mean, this week has been hard. Um, I'm only 11 days in. <laughs> only 11 days in, but I think that realisation of, you know, you can, in your head, you can be like, oh, yeah, New Year, New Decade, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, you, the, the, the work still goes on like it doesn't stop it doesn't refresh I think in your head you kind of think oh in your head we're made to seem like okay new year means like a new start but really and truly like when you get back into work or you get back into like you know your normal routine ain't shit changed and the only way you're going to really change that is if you do something different or you decide to change so I'm not in a process of I want to kind of initiate change in my life um for different reasons um one being that we're both turning 30 this year, actually. No, the street can speak for herself. I'm turning 27. <laughs> you <laughs> You're older than all of us. I'm turning 27 this year, so don't listen to her. You're... <laughs> um... <laughs> but yeah, like just, just in terms of that, and then also, I want to be like, and that's a big thing because do you know what? Someone said to I was listening, what was I listening to? I was listening to a podcast. And um, someone was saying that how um, a certain individual is 21 years old. I thought to myself, oh, that sounds a bit old. Then it hit me. Oh, <laughs> I'm at like, 20. You know, whenever someone spoke about 30, I always thought, oh, yeah, 30 is it's not old, but it's, you're getting old. But then obviously when that individual said, oh, this individual's 31, I was still thinking like I was in my early 20s. I was thinking, oh, that's a bit old. Then it hit me. Oh, <laughs> Wait, I'm, yeah, I'm close to that age. Because obviously when someone mentions that age bracket, I've always seen that as like completely different to myself. But then obviously that hit reality that, wow. Yeah. <laughs> people are going to look at me in that age bracket. That's the thing. I feel like people are now seeing us. We're not like, you know, early 20s or we've just finished uni. No. We're, just, we're like, you know, we're like in, the old... in, the, in the mix of, you yeah, know. Like when we're 20s, we'll say people in their 30s are old. We're now that. <laughs> people look at us and think, wow, you're old. Exactly. So... I feel like just that realisation or that feeling of you want things to change for the better, to improve your lifestyle or whatnot. Do you have any plans as to what you want to do for your 30th? I haven't even thought that far. No, I, all I know is I'm going to be abroad so no one can hustle. Someone did say that because I wanted to, you know, 30 is a big deal and you want to celebrate but then at the same time it's like I don't want to organise anything. Yeah, no, so I'm Unless not... someone wants to organise for me. No, so no, any, I... any, anyone listening? I'm going abroad so no one can hassle me. Okay, no one wants to ask me anyway. You don't do anything for your birthday anyway. No, no one wants to ask me. Yeah, no, but there's certain masters where people want me to do things. Like oh. 21, I had to do something like 21. Did we come to your house or something like that? 
That was a different age. 21, I went out with friends. Am I your friend that I wouldn't invite? I was just a lads. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't really want to celebrate my birthday. It's just, I don't really care. But then I know 30 can make a big deal. So that's the reason why I've decided to elope to another country. <laughs> <laughs> so no going back to me. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even for that far. But just in just... You just want to initiate change. And the thing is, some of the change mm-hmm. is not de- necessarily dependent on you or, like, directly dependent on you. Yeah. So, for example, if you want to change your job, you know that, okay, this is what I have to do. Do I need to get a new skill? Do I need to... Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I need to maybe change my CV, yeah. apply for these jobs, get experience. Like, you know what you have to do. Yeah. Or you know that, okay, there's places you can seek help. Yeah. But there's certain things that... <laughs> you. <laughs> So, for example, like if in, just in terms of relationships, yeah, you don't know where you're going to meet your person, and the thing is, you can put yourself out there to better your chances, but you never really know. Even if you do better your chances, it doesn't mean it will be that person is the person. That's the reason why I'm not stressed about it. I feel like people are more <laughs> worried about me on my behalf, and I am so relaxed about it. because it's a thing that you, can, as you said, you can meet that person anywhere, mm-hmm. and it it, it could just take a second. And when you're with that person, no one cares. About the time beforehand, yeah. over time maybe they'll you know they'll. Yeah, but Basil, you're a man. I want to have babies soon. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, as, as a, this, yeah, as as a guy, I'm not really that fast. But <laughs> the way my body feels right now, yeah, how I will even carry a child, I will just be tired all the time. Because can you imagine me being like 35 and just deciding? There's nothing wrong you, with that, you, by the you way. You can do sperm donor. I'm not. That would be the last last resort. If I get to like 35, yeah. 36, and there's literally. There's nothing on the horizon. I will go and get. Would, you, would you do? Would you do that with somebody you know, or would it have to be anonymous? Let's say, let's say like you got to say that like, oh, I want a kid, but there's no one at the moment. It's like, like I want to go with having a sperm donation. Would you or to a sperm? Would you do it with somebody that you have? No. Someone anonymous, or would you do it with someone you know? I feel like with someone you know, it'd be a bit messy. I'll do, I know. I'll do. It'll make it anonymous. I know that's not like the ideal <laughs> situation. And my mum would probably faint if I just come and tell her. But I said, listen, do you want a baby or not? <laughs> do you want a baby or not? Because I'm not going to, I will never marry someone just because they have a no, baby. No, imagine come to my children household. Let's, <laughs> let's, say, let's say you haven't even told them about the process. You just come, you just show your mum and I said, oh, so who's the dad? I don't know who the dad is. <laughs> and you tell them about <laughs> having a sperm donation. Yeah. They'll be confused. Like, huh? What? What is that? But I'll be like, do you want a baby or not? <laughs> it's either that or I don't have children. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I feel, I feel like with these, the the climate these days, with yeah. people having their babies by surrogate mm. or doing, I like it's more common now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially with, with women having children later on in life for different reasons. Yeah. So I'm sure in. 10, 20 years when you explain to your children their origin, mm. there's going to be more people, there will be maybe not necessarily in our circle, but in like in certain circles in the world, it's going to, it's normal that they, their mothers didn't carry them. Do you know what I find funny? Like, even in, let's say that situation came up, like, there's some kids, if you tell them, they'll be greatly affected by it. And I find that weird, maybe it's because I always think different, because I'm like, well, why would you be affected? Especially when it hasn't affected the outcome of your life so far. Mm. Unless maybe you, you've had problems with maybe not having, let's say you're not having like a father there. And fair enough. But you know, for some people where life seems normal, you tell them that, and then all of a sudden it seems as if the whole world has crashed. And I feel like, well, why has it affected you considering that before then 
it hasn't affected you. But now you know. It's now you know, for certain people, it changes. But I'm like, well, life should have, you know, you get to the stage where I am life now hasn't included the involvement of, you know, that individual that isn't in your life. So I don't understand how it affects you now. But, you know, people do with things differently. Yeah. I mean, I hope I don't, I don't, that is an op- isn't an option. I hope I have that children, like, the, com- not even conventional, just the, the, the more common way, the more common. I would say. But, um, <sighs> do you know, sometimes I'm just in bed, I'm just like, hey, is this going to be my life forever? And not even, let me not say that, because I have been in relationships, like, in the last couple of years, which is, which is fine, but then it's kind of like, okay, what's the, <laughs> God when, do you know what I mean? God when. I don't know, one of, someone, um, I know was like, um, I should take this time to be by myself. And I was just like, first and foremost, what does that mean? Because I'm by myself already. Like, I don't have a choice. <laughs> I don't have a choice. I've been in mean in terms of like, you know, I should just take this time and just like focus on myself. No, no, but, like, I, but I feel like. No, I'm should, sorry. I don't. I don't agree. No, with but that. I feel like you should. You would do that. You should naturally do that anyway. Because that's it. No, for me, it's like. Whereas when I'm not in a relationship, I'm doing the things I want to do. Mm-hmm. So when we, so for someone to say, if someone said that to me, I would, I would, the first thing I think is that, so what would be different well, from, what, what, I'm, from different? what I'm doing now? Maybe they're trying to say, oh, um, I wouldn't date, or I shouldn't date. I'm sorry, listen, I'm, I'm going to get into 30 right now. <laughs> if I'm not, if I still don't have baggage from a previous relationship, <laughs> I can date someone the next day. I, I don't think you understand. I'm not, I've never been the type of person to... Be dwelling, especially after the age of 25, 26. Yeah. I've never been the type of person to be dwelling on a relationship that's ended. It ended, it didn't work out for whatever reason. And deep down, like, you know when it wasn't going to work out anyway. Or or when it did break up, you feel like, you know what? This wasn't, this is yeah. this is not what God wanted for me or blah, blah, blah. So what, I should just be in mourning for, like, six months and then... De- I'm sorry, I don't, I don't operate like that. If a, if, if a guy moved to me today... I would not be thinking, oh, but I need to be by myself. No, no. This is how people miss out on opportunities. Because really and truly, no, no, but really and truly, you should be putting yourself first anyway. You should be doing the things like, you know, focusing on your work, focusing on this, doing, like, a man or woman should not be a distraction. And I feel like some people look at dating and all that stuff as a distraction. I've never seen it as a distraction. If anything, it gives me something to look forward to, like on the weekend or something. No, dating is fun to me. Dating is fun. I mean, everyone is different. But you know some people think like, you know, you wait for someone to, listen, I don't, I'm not that type of person. If if I've been waiting for people, I'll be waiting all my life. (laughs) Really and truly, I'll be waiting all my life. I just say you live your life as you normally do, as you should normally do. Yeah. And then when someone comes along, you shouldn't be hesitant. You should not that you should go all in and do stupid things, yeah. but you should be like open to it. And I've always been like that. So I would never be the type of person, unless I'm like something has really broken me, yeah. to be like I need to be by myself. Because when is when is it all right not to be by yourself? Yeah. So I should take a year out and and do whatever. So by the time I'm I'm ready to date again, I'm I'm past thirty. Yeah, maybe do like the Israelites, mourn for a year. Oh, sorry. I don't have time for that. Yeah, I, really don't. I really don't have time for that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't have time for that. So, even just like just the fact that I wasn't really feeling great this week, 
you know, okay, there's sometimes maybe I spend half an hour kind of wallowing in self pity. Yeah, but nice. then you just pick those relationships that see me again and then, uh, you know, picks her spirits back up again. No, that's not what happens. No, that was the reason why. <laughs> I know, I just, like you said, I kind of pampered myself. I mean, I really done my nails, but like I did my, my toes, um, I got I, I did my eyebrows, um, I was recording a, a, a what do you call it, a, a review. So I did like my makeup and stuff, mm-hmm. and I cleaned my room. So I kind of picked my, like little things to help my, because yeah. when my when I'm normally like really in like in the funk, like my room is messy or I'm not bothered to do this and not not bothered to do that, but I didn't want to be like that. So I kind of picked myself up in that way. But mm-hmm. then obviously like when you go back to work, it's kind of like the mundane thing. So it's it's difficult. Is is di- especially like with me saying I'm going to be doing being consistent, like we're doing this podcast, mm. doing reviews. I hardly have time to myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's kind of I'm just still finding the balance. Yeah. of trying to better myself both like in the creative side and also at work and like my love life and my friends and stuff like that and it's just a bit overwhelming sometimes and Basil you, I came today you gave me another show to review I'm sorry I cannot <laughs> I'm sorry I cannot you can where do I Bas, the thing is you know what on YouTube yeah I follow like there's probably like about four YouTubers yeah um I follow like, and I watch all their videos, or yeah. more or less all their videos. It's Funky Daniva, it's um, um, Spill It Boy, it's um, Alexander Rogers, Bondi Blue, and and maybe sometimes the Scorpion Show, or mm. it's Rocks. But do you know, like, do you know, there's like a, there's, all of them are in America anyway. Yeah. Um, and most of them, oh, and Ash, Ashley, I can't, I can't remember, I can't remember her last name, but. These people, most of them, not all of them, but most of them, this is that's their full time job. Mm. Obviously, they didn't just start doing it; they've been doing it for a long time. Like when you look back at like their first videos, yeah. they started in like 2010 or 2012 or something. Mm. So obviously, they've built their their followers, and I guess when you make when you have a certain amount of followers and you get a certain amount of views, you yeah. um. I think now so it's based on the subscribers now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's more. Yeah. I think before it was more before, views. Yeah, when it first kicked off, it was views, more views. But, but now it's like subscribers. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, for them to get money, yeah, they do vid like they can they review everything basically, mm-hmm. and that's basically their job, yeah. and they they earn probably more than what they would do if they if they had like a regular kind of job. Yeah. So because of that. They, I'm, I'm not, not that I'm competing with anyone because obviously I'm not. I'm like a new channel myself, mm. very, very new. But um, well, you've, well, you've already angered certain people's fans. <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. But um, <laughs> but obviously people like that. The the main job is to do is is create content. Mm-hmm. So they have time to be all at home all day. They watch the show and then they do the videos. They edit it. That's their job ultimately. So they can do three videos or like seven videos a week or whatever because that's what that's their income do you know what i mean yeah. whereas not all of them but some of them obviously have full-time jobs so some of them that like, record when they are on a break in their cars some of them do it like after work and stuff like that they did i work full-time and this, obviously i'm new so i don't have followers like that guys please follow me on youtube <laughs> <laughs> of uh, etc with s um but obviously, because I don't, I have to, my, I get my money from working, so obviously I'm going to go to work. I don't have, unless I have like 10,000, 20,000 um, subscribers <laughs> today, 
I ain't gonna be quitting my job. Do you know what I mean? So I have to. In my head, I have to, I have to think. Okay, no. What are the main shows? Mm. And so far, when I've done reviews, the, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm. But you watched Power of all shows. That no, no, I did it because it was coming back. And it's the last season. So I thought I'm not reviewing. <laughs> but I just thought they mean, you know. Yeah. But Real Housewives of Atlanta, when when Ready to Love was on. Mm. Um, that and there was, there's another show as well, and I'm gonna do Love Island like once a, like try and do once a week. Okay. So we read today the first episode and do like weekly updates once a week. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I don't if I want to have a social life, I want to rest and all that stuff. I'm probably to the next season that's coming out. You have with Love Island. How can you have problems with something that hasn't started? No, because obviously now, obviously I feel like I don't think the show is gonna be as good as it was anymore because of course not no because now because what you're going to find is that if you like even when you got to like season three it's like certain things naturally came about but then when i look at like the age of the people coming in there's no one there that's over the age of 25 i think all they're, young. Yeah, they're all like young 20s and so at that point you definitely know what they're looking for no one in their young 20s is really looking for serious. a serious relationship <laughs> a serious love so you know like these people are there to cash in and because of that, I have a fear that a lot of the things we're going to see is going to be manufactured up until the point where you say like, this is blatantly... But that's not... No, but any show, you, there, there's an element of realism to it, but you know that, you know, some of it's been manufactured. Now I feel like it's going to be blatantly yeah. obvious. I said it's like, really? Like, I mean, are, well, you, I, are you trying to pull the Well, yeah, out? moving on actually to Love Island because I was going to talk about that. Um, I'm going to be doing reviews I'm going to do one today because I'm like all done up <laughs> literally when I get home I'm going to record I'm going to like watch it live and mm. do a review um, what was I saying um, I feel like because I watched Love Island even the old old Love Island Celebrity yeah. Love Island so obviously I'm, I was familiar with the show so when it came back and they did a, a, like a normal version of yeah. it um I was one of the only people that that watched it. I mean, um, there was only me and you. That yeah, like it wasn't that many of us. There was only me and you that used to talk about it. Yeah, and then my, I had a friend who used to insult me for watching it because I told him it was my guilty pleasure show. But that was the best time to actually watch it because because it didn't have the attention. You can just enjoy the show. Yeah, for it, it wasn't. And just speak with girls yeah. who actually watched it up until when it became popular and then exactly. so, social yeah. media started to trigger things that shouldn't be triggered or exaggerate things. I mean, obviously, as producers saw that. You started to see, oh, <laughs> this isn't as natural as maybe the, like the first two seasons, like all of the drama and the issues that occurred then was natural. Natural happened, like the arguments, the fights, um, it was all natural. Like nothing, like I, I think there was minimal producer input into that. But now you can, you yeah. can see, you know, for instance, so like last season was just ridiculous. Someone will break up with someone and within seconds I'm interested in this person. Or someone will all of a sudden say, Oh, I'm in I've been interested in you and throughout the show you've never seen <laughs> an ounce of them talking yeah. or an ounce of him showing any yeah. type of affection. And so when you sit there it's like it's getting ridiculous now. Yeah, I think as I said, because we've all, we've watched it from the origin and even just even like the actual villa itself, like the yeah. first villa it was not the same. No, it was not the same villa, <laughs> and even that like, the people they would pick, some of them were quite average Joes, average yeah, basic. It was, it, was a sele- it, was, it was a selection of them. Yeah, but do you know, like for example, yeah. if you watch season one, it was just a bit like some of the. the <laughs> yeah, some of them. Yeah. What 
They weren't characters. Yeah. They were more like just average people going like on a dating show. Because the first one, I guess the first two, I say felt like a Big Brother social experiment. Like, what do you do? Oh, you pull... No, the the second one. This, listen, <laughs> this what season is this? What season five? This would be about the season five. Yeah, season five. So the first, no, I think yeah, the first one was you know what it was. It was like the first you know yeah. kind of introduction. The second season with is it with like Malin and them lot? Yeah, that Ricard, was that was Ricard and right, yeah, yeah. That was season that, Anyone that likes Love Island should go and watch that season. I think it's on it's on Netflix. Yeah, it should be on because Netflix and movie. That was if any, and the thing is if that, any if any best, season that deserved to have any notoriety because these people were managers. <laughs> these people were, and because I guess it wasn't as popular. Yeah. Obviously, that could get away with more. Like people used to be having sex yeah, all they over got, the house. They, they got away with more. <laughs> they got away with a lot more. Like a lot of the things that happened. You're like, oh my gosh! But then, obviously, I guess as they got more sponsorships, as it became more popular, they have to be a bit careful. Like for example, now if someone has sex, they never actually show them having sex. They would show them having sex in season one and two. And another thing that I have, I think my biggest issue is this, right? I really hate how like they weaponized mental health. Like these Love Island contestants would left because. What do you mean weaponized? Nah, As in the people that have died because. Of no, the show. but even the people have died. It's nothing to do with Love Island. Like when you think about it, the first one, that Sophie woman, like she died like how many years after the show, and I doubt it was really the show that impacted her dying. It's it's personal life thing. Mm-hmm. But then somehow they brought it back to the show. Same as when Mike died. He died apparently before that. He had major debts, which for me doesn't stem from his time on the show. The issue is that they like to link, you know, those two dying to how people are on the show. But then when you look at sort of the things surrounding their, their deaths, I don't see how it comes back to the I, show. I don't, I don't necessarily think so, it comes back to the actual show, mm. but I think it comes back to the life after but, but the show. My, but my thing is this. But that's what my thing is. Like, you know what you're getting into. You're in there for a period of time. You leave and you have to get back to normal life. Now, but this, me, is the thing, they, no, this is the thing they don't anymore. You know, back in the day... Not back in the day, but first season. But yeah. a lot of people on season one, they live a normal life. There's only some of them that do this Even when you look at now, people know what it's about. People know what to expect. People are happily monetizing. So and so, I've heard like even from the, the season prior to the one that they showed, people talking about oh the you know um, people talking about oh the fame that came with it, the attention, the, all of that. But I was like, when you joined the show, you knew exactly what you were getting into. You knew that this was going to give you a following. This was going to give you opportunities to make money. So you can't have your cake and eat it. I, I don't want to hear nobody from that show complain about life after show. I did, I, because I it like, like now because people, people act, because here's the thing. Technically, you don't know what you're getting, but you know, it's like for me, it's, if I join a new job, I know the risk that it may not be the same as my old job. It's still be unknown, but I know I'm getting myself into. And if I join a new job and I don't like it whatsoever, it's the decision I, I have to do with it. It's the decision I made knowing that that could be the outcome. Now, when these people join Love Island, they know for a fact, once they leave the show, they're going to be endorsing products, they're going to be asked to do all these um, club runs, and they're going to pay them a lot of money to do that. So you can't complain when all this added attention comes in and you struggle to deal with it because you know that is what comes with it. And so if you know you can't deal with it, don't bother entering the show. Nobody forces these people to say yes. Okay, what, Basil? If you've never experienced something... Then don't don't put yourself in a position. That's my thing. Okay, but 
that is something that someone that has not common sense, but I mean that's somebody that it's, it's, no, 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 it's no, life, no, 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 Obviously, a lot of these people going on the show, they're yeah. young kids. They're like late teens, yeah. early 20s, mm-hmm. you know. Their, motiv- their motivation. No, no, but, no, but their motivation behind going on the show yeah. is to ultimately like be the mega elite social influencers mm-hmm. in the country, basically. Yeah. That's what that's what they're producing now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So obviously they weren't they weren't that before. Yeah. So getting into it, obviously. On paper, it's like you're basically you're getting money to mm-hmm. do be faces of campaigns. Yeah. You have to endorse this, you use that, you get this for free. It sounds like a great thing, yeah. but in practice, obviously, there's a, a dark side of it. And it's you know, especially like with shows like Love Island, where it is every year, unless you can sustain that, the next people will come, the next year will come, mm-hmm. and they don't, they, all these all these people that were booking you before yeah. don't want to book you anymore. They want to book the new the new season. So you have to deal with the fact that okay, your life is probably going to change like very dramatically yeah. in a short period of time. And the issue is that people feel like Love Island or you know the production behind it don't kind of support these people, these young kids my, into the in transition of lifestyle. It's not their responsibility. I'm sorry to say. It may sound harsh, but it's that these people, you make the decision. Own own your response. Own your, your decisions. That's my issue. So everything... Well, you're asking someone that is 19 then that, that's it. My to issue, own their... You have to. You, yes, don't, you, have to, you yes, don't know. You have to. Because there's a thing. My thing is that nobody forces these individuals to say yes to these opportunities to going on Love Island. Nobody forces them. So, and here's the thing, we're not silly. Everyone knows that there's a dark side to everything. That feels like if I decide I want to do music, I know there's a dark side to music. I know for no, a fact that okay, as, Basil, as a musician... Basil, wait, hold on, Basil, yeah. you know. Obviously, there's... Everybody no, no, knows. No, the thing is that we know that in certain industries, particularly... Yeah. It's, it's the same with this. But, however, yeah. there's certain evils... We don't even we don't even know the magnitude of the Fair evil enough, yeah. in certain industries because we're not in it. Like for example, we live quite normal lives. We go yeah. to work, we come back. Mm-hmm. We don't have press or whatever around our doors, whatever. And obviously, we know in practice, yeah, if you're a celebrity or you're whatever, that is the type of life mm-hmm. that is going to come with it, especially for a certain amount of time. Yeah. The notoriety around the show for at least six months after the show. Yeah. But living it is different. Is different from knowing because you now you get to see the real evil behind it, and there's evils that we will never know because we absolutely are so not in lifestyle. So that is Love Island responsibility. I'm not saying the actual show, but obviously, but I mean like in terms of the responsibility to have something in place. Obviously, no, now, I, they no, probably, I, I, now they do. I believe. I think they. I think it is mm-hmm. in the sense of even like when in, on any type of reality show that you're in isolation for mm. so many period of weeks you just imagine that like, you were in this house and you had to stay here for like 10 weeks or something like yeah. that even this is not even by yourself mm. the people that you don't even like like that and all these un um unnatural situations mm. you're gonna go mad at some point so i know yeah. that they have like their therapies and stuff no no they have that there that's in place yeah that's in place that's that's yeah. always in place in those type of show but then obviously I personally think I don't know if they have it like so a should, official one. Should they, should they be helping you adjust to life? I don't. Not think adjust, not adjust to life, but however, like it's, it's even simple as like kind of check in. Even, even no, no, no. Even like for example, having 
make linking them with reputable managers or reputable do you know what I mean like these are as I said these are kids that are like 19 20 years old and now they're going to be signing contracts that can change their life wherever I don't think that's I don't but think that's no, it is, it no, no, because because if all of this is external to what they're doing it should like for me I don't think it's their problem no it's all. external but it comes with them being on the show I'm not saying it's not that it's written in con- mm-hmm. law or nothing mm-hmm. but I just think it would be a good look because they don't want more blood on their hands or people to assume there's more mm. blood on their hands. Two people from that should have died. Yeah. Whether it was a direct con- a relation to the, them being on the show or not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they need to not cover their backs, but they need to take... Yeah, they, give they, give they, the they, people that are on the show a good opportunity. They will naturally do once. that. But I just think really and they truly... They need the show. I generally think really and truly what we're living in the age is that certain people, for me, are weaponising mental health. No, I no, it, I agree with own benefits. No, I agree just to with keep you. Yourself relevant. And but for me, that's 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 the danger that we face. For because for me, certain people do not want to take responsibilities for their choices and actions, and so they use that as a way, as sort of their get out of jail card. And I feel that's the society we live in now. And sometimes it makes it difficult for you to really know who's genuine and who isn't. And sometimes the only time you can really tell someone's genuine is when you can visually see sort of the breakdown in their life where you say, oh, yeah, he was going, or he or she was really going through it. No, I, I, get, what you, I get what you're saying. And I feel like it's not a one-size-fits-all. Mm. There's some people, I guess, they might even have, like, good friends, yeah. good family behind them. So even when they come out of the show, those people keep them grounded. Yeah. But there's some people that don't have that, unfortunately. And one more thing to add. I also think, I think them doing it twice a year is a bad move. <laughs> the, no, the reason why I think is because sometimes too much of something makes people switch off. And I think the reason why Love Island worked is because because it was only summertime once in a year. You're talking about when the year starts, everybody gets on with their life. But then obviously, let's say around July, because I think it starts in August. July, they start... No, having, when does it start? Love Island. Yeah, usually no, Love summer. Island, it starts in June. Okay, so usually when it comes... Okay, so June, and it finishes so, in like end of July. Okay, so then let's say May comes... And they're advertising. Maybe it's like, oh, yeah, I've got this to look forward to. Because obviously for the year, for like how many, how long, for a year, you haven't had it. But then obviously when it comes back, you appreciate it more. But when when, when you're having it twice a year, it's easy. Because if, if one season isn't as entertaining as the other seasons, you switch off. But if it's the same for the second, for the following season after, you completely switch off because it's too much in, too much in your face. You know, obviously that, by that definition, it makes sense. However... The show makes too much money. Do you know it what does. I mean? It probably not too much, but I mean, it makes so much money that obviously they want to capitalize. The producers themselves probably know that maybe in ten years mm. this show it will stop because there's not a need for it, or the climate of the type of show will change. Yeah. Just like Big Brother, there was once upon a time it was just every summer, and then they started yeah. doing the celebrity, celebrity one, and then it. Do you know? What I mean, they'll do. They'll do the it summer is. one, but then that that lasted for so long and then like and each on either end they'll do a celebrity one or they'll do like it was just it, it came, came up too frequent it just came it just came too much and then to the point where now there's no more Big Brother but obviously when Big Brother was still about it made a lot of money yes. it made a lot of stars and all that stuff so I feel like yeah you're probably right they might just be testing it out because they did try to do Survival of the Fittest because that's kind of what... That was a show after, isn't it? No, yeah, so I think it was two years ago because Danny Dyer's daughter was on Survival of the Fittest and then in the first episode, she broke her arm or her leg or something like that. Because it, was, it wasn't it was Love Island. It was kind of like 
dating show or attractive people yeah. but like fit attractive people when I say fit I mean like actively fit yeah. and they will do boys against women like like different um, mental and physical tasks okay. and then obviously sometimes some of them would um, couple up and stuff like that okay. just because it's attractive people with a number of attractive people so that was fantastic but the premise of the show was not couple a couple up so I feel like they they did that it probably wasn't received as well because if anything it was kind of like a love island part two yeah that's what it that's what it came that's what it came off as and obviously um Danny Dyer's daughter now went to love island like that summer yeah. because she she broke her leg I guess she was given a fast track <laughs> to oh, to be on love island and then she won the show so they didn't do one another survival of it in that end of the year. So obviously this is kind of taking the spot mm-hmm. okay. of what survival of the fittest was because it was based in South Africa as well. Yeah. And this and this one is in South Africa. So I get what you mean. I guess we'll see mm-hmm. if this season is entertaining. I think they just kind of have to kind of keep it the way it is. Don't change it. We'll see anyway. We'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Okay, I'm going to be reviewing it. I can't do it every day because I have a life. I sorry, I cannot. So I'm going to be doing it. Um, I'll do tonight's one, then probably every Sunday then. Yeah. Um, until the show ends. Um, I'll do like kind of like a roundup of what happened in the week. So yeah, um, Basil. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to say? We've had a nice little chat for almost an hour now. Um, what else can I say? Um. So basically, people, I'm available. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to advertise yourself? Do I need to say any more apart from those words? That's the only advertisement you're going to That's the only advertisement. <laughs> All I'm saying is that open your ears. Open your ears. No, do you know what? I would say open your eyes, but unfortunately. Wait, this is because. Cool. <laughs> this is but, do you know what? Yeah, Baz was actually uh, a good catch. Oh, thank Until you. Until he starts talking. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, so Bad was the most one of the most frustrating people I have ever met <laughs> I'm in sorry. my life. Oh my god. How can you bring it like this? No, this, this is, I'll be honest. Okay, no, no, okay, no, 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 So basically anything negative that is said, yeah. Just know it is false equivalencies. So once she finishes, I will rectify anything oh. that she says. But Basil it when Basil doesn't talk, it's a good catch on paper. He's your type on paper, and then he starts talking. Um, so whoever's listening, that's thinking, oh, okay, Basil sounds nice. Then just let me know, and I'll pass on. <laughs> no, ladies, basically, I'm, I'm a very caring and affectionate person, and when I speak, really? when I speak, I take into consideration. Basil, how hold on, hold on. Are you affectionate when you're with your girlfriends? Yeah. So you would like hug them, kiss yeah, them, and that stuff. Yeah, hold their hands if that's what you want. You hold your hands with that. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want. So you're affectionate. Do you know, I don't think I've seen Basil be affectionate. No, you think I'm like a typical Nigerian guy. Because you are. <laughs> I'm not. Do you think I'm affectionate? Could be if you're a guy. Okay, I'm just saying, do you I seem like the type of person that would be affectionate with their guy? Oh, yes, you do. Oh, okay. I thought you'd say like I'm like an ice queen or something. <laughs> no, contrary to people's beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the case. Um... Yes, no, no. So, uh, uh, um, aside from the the derogatory, <laughs> derogatory <laughs> comments that the she truthful. 
made it against me. Um, yes, yeah, so I do. When I do speak, I do take into consideration your feelings. Um, yeah, I'm just a wonderful individual. Uh, what more can I say about okay. myself? I mean, those are the only words I can truly, you know, there are words, but, you know, I am a very grounded person with, <laughs> <laughs> with little ego, so you leave it there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, um, thank you for listening. Um, I need to find another friend to come and record for February now. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, guys, um, thank you for listening um, to the podcast. Today, remember to follow me on Twitter at S underscore soul. Um, follow me on Instagram, etc. with S or etc. underscore S. Um, remember to subscribe, to share, to follow, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, guys, this year I'm taking this stuff seriously. All the stuff I've been doing. I've been doing it quite sporadically, um, which, to be fair... It hasn't helped me because I feel like if I if I everything I was doing like ten years ago, mm. if I had continued doing it, I'll be the well. We, we yeah, don't know that's, this. That's the thing. And even you never at, know, but no, you probably because that's the thing. Because obviously, when you look at even the opportunities people are taking, like for instance, I look at for instance, um, is it three shots of tequila? Yeah. yeah. If we, I look at what those guys do, and when you think about, it, they've got like major success, and congrats to those guys. When you, but. The, the principle of what they do is very simple. It's just guys talking about their experiences. But you see, like, how opportunity creates it, creates itself for them to, like, monetize yeah. off that and have a huge following when they can sell out arenas. And I guess, like I said, if, if back in the day you knew these opportunities would come, you know, all your passions and everything, you would have looked at ways as to which you can create something for that. Yeah. Obviously, now markets are very saturated because people realise you can. Yeah, but, yeah. But even then, like... It's about being consistent. Yeah, that's, I think that's a big and thing. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. And I haven't, I'll be honest, I've said this, I said this last episode, but I haven't been. As I said, sometimes life gets in the way, but you know, just like, even if, let's just say this was my full time job, yeah. life will still get in the way and I have to kind of do what I need to do. So I, that's why I said, I just need to be more consistent. Um, you never know when that your break is going to be. Exactly. So, um, yeah. Well, guys, say Basil, say bye. And bye, everybody. Um, like I said, if you need me, you know where to find me. Where can they find you, Basil? At BJKS14 or by Esther. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Bye.